What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by The Club, the number one streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Say What. Actually, let me rephrase that. My brother, DJ Say What, <laughs> on the podcast. Brother, can you please introduce yourself, tell the people who you are and where you're from? All right. Um, as as Daryl said, uh, my professional name, DJ Say What? Uh, <laughs> um, my name is Steve Cook. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, born and raised right here in the city of Trenton. Um, grew up in Trenton, grew up in White City, actually, in Hamilton, right outside of it, it was a sub they considered a suburb of Trenton but I got family all over Trenton I grew up I tell people I grew up in every part of Trenton except for South Trenton but I went to grade school in South Trenton so you know I'm 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 Trenton born I'm Trenton born and bred so I am Trenton <laughs> nice hey me too brother born in Trenton but then moved out to Ewing when I was five right. but I'm really excited because I you know I was made in Trenton and, and I really uh tie myself to Trenton and, and the impact that we have um a lot of it goes to Trenton and, and represent for the culture and, and we're really excited about having you on the podcast brother so talk to us man what got you interested in becoming a DJ and talk to us a little bit about your early days into the game um all right well being my age uh i'll be 50 next month i'll be 50 in less than 30 days so i grew up in the era of hip-hop from the beginning like I, i'm a 70s baby so i grew up in the golden era of hip-hop i listened to i'm i'm the kid that listened to the songs on the radio had the tape in the tape player and had to press the buttons to to to, to record the favorite song off the uh, off the radio you know hope the dj didn't talk over the song too much so you could at least hear it um made mi original mixtapes off the radio and that's the era i grew up in so i grew up a hip-hop head i grew up listening to it i grew up in a house my mom always listened to music whether it be gospel whether it be disco whether it be r&b and you know that's what i grew up listening so i was always around music i had music in the family and and we all everybody had a radio everybody had some music playing somehow some way like our era we grew up you know when you heard the music on in the morning you knew it was time to get up and clean up around the house it was always music on somewhere. Somebody had some music out in the car. I grew up in that era that as soon as I first, as soon as I got a car, next thing I had to do as soon as I got to run it, I had to go get some speakers to put in the car. So when you heard me coming down the street, you heard my system coming. So that's that's the era I grew up in. Um, and I grew up around a lot of guys who um, DJed, and I grew up my cousin. My cousin, uh, God rest the dead. My cousin Ponzi was a DJ um, out in Lincoln Homes. Um, I grew up around one of one of the guys I look up to as a DJ, DJ Father Ramsey. Ramsey, I've watched Ramsey do his thing since I was young. Um, Ramsey, DJ Swell, I watched those guys, you know, and they are they're a couple OGs to me, and watch their technique, and then. And when this is before I even thought about even touching turntables, but just just watching them do their thing, it amazed me. You know, every kid is a, is amazed by the turntables and the guys playing the music. So that led me to have an appreciation for DJing. Um, I couldn't break dance, 
I can dance a little bit, but I was not a break dancer. I couldn't do spins. I couldn't do, you know, my up rock was real clean. But once it came doing some floor stuff, it was over. You know, I'm not the, I'm not the smallest dude. So I, I, I could hit a, I could hit a, a mean wave real quick, but that was it. So, I mean, I had to pull I had to pull on one of the elements and I can't rap. So I had to do something. So DJing was was the one that pulled me. So that's a super dope intro, brother. I, I love it, man. And, and you know, you, you, you got to lean on your strength. So you saw the opportunity to, to dive into DJing and you've just been rocking out and really representing for the city ever since, man. Walk us through, you know, after that initial introduction, just kind of where your journey went from there and how you went about, you know, getting like your first gigs and really getting into the industry, establishing your name. Uh, DJ say what? <laughs> um, all right. So moving forward went to high school had friends that dj'd had friends that had equipment um but in high school really wasn't into it, it was just really into going to school because my goal was go to school get an education go to college um i initially was going to college to be a um to be to build satellites because that's what i that's what i initially wanted to do but then i realized you need to know a whole lot of math to build satellites and math wasn't like you said go with your strengths math wasn't one of my strengths and i'll admit that any day so i had i started hanging out with a lot of guys who worked at the college radio station i went to school down south at elizabeth city state university in uh north carolina so when i started hanging out with one of the guys a couple of the guys that worked at the radio station i said this is this is cool so i started hanging out and um i was uh the station manager said, you're here every day. You're always here. You're always hanging around. You're always hanging around with one of the DJs. You're always hanging out. So I started learning radio. I started learning the radio. And I changed my major to mass communications. So that entailed, at the time, mass communications entailed newspaper writing, um, a little photography work, um, news reporting, and radio. So that gave me the opportunity to be around the DJs that were at the station and be around radio so this is 1990 this is 89 90 so i've been doing radio since 1990 that's 31 years so i thank god for being able to do something i like because once i got hooked into radio i've been hooked ever since um started djing started hanging out with the guys who did the parties on campus because all of the guys who did the parties on campus worked at the radio station so this is where I learned how to do parties. This is where I learned how to entertain people and how to do parties for crowds and, and do stuff like that and work my way into getting onto the crew so I could do parties. This is back in the days of carrying the crates. I was a crate carrier. So I was like, look, I'll carry the crate so I can get in the party. But I wasn't getting in the party just to get in the party. I was getting in the party so I can get on, you know, and spin for five minutes. I was the guy who I worked my way in enough. They knew me from the station enough. So they would let me get on for about five, 10 minutes when nobody was in there. I had to help set up the equipment. I had to carry the speakers, carry the crates, do all that, earn my keep. I had to earn my keep. And then I can get on for about 10 minutes and warm up nobody. Like there were like two people when the early, early dudes would get there to scout out the place and get their spots. You know, or the real or, or the nerds would get there early just to stand there and hold their hold their sodas 
my job was to play some music you know make sure the equipment worked make sure everything was on and i was the level tester so that was cool and the big thing is i tell people i did my first ever paid gig my first ever paid gig i got paid a quarter i got paid 25 cents and it was it was it was so it's so funny because i did and it was a goof that i ended up doing like two hours because i wasn't supposed to, i wasn't even supposed to get on at all i was just supposed to set the stuff up and move out the way but the first guy the guy who was supposed to go on first never showed up we don't know what happened to him it was it was homecoming weekend so we don't know what happened to him at the time we didn't know so it was like go ahead just go ahead and play just play some music until he gets here hour in i'm like you ain't here so i've never i didn't i've never spun for more than an hour so i'm i'm starting to freak out but i'm like all right let me keep going so i'm just going through the records and i'm playing i'm playing then hour and a half i'm like oh boy so then the dude that's you know the dude that's in charge my boy ren ren says where he at what you doing still here i said nobody showed up and i didn't want to stop the music now the crowd's coming in so i've never i had never played for a crowd of more than like seven people so it's like at least 25 30 people now actually listening to me so i'm free i'm really freaking out now and ren is like you entertaining them keep going i was like oh okay so i kept going and got to the two hour mark by the time the two hour mark came in that's when Ren came in he took over but he gave me the credit for doing well enough for those two hours to cover for whoever what we found out was the guy was pledging and didn't tell us so he was doing his final night and doing he had to do what he had to do for line and everything so we found that out later so which was cool but he gave me a quarter for handling them two hours <laughs> wow bro that is an amazing story man and yeah it was, is, it's crazy it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy i've in interviewed over 100 djs in the past few months since starting this podcast man and you'd be surprised by how many djs have a similar story where they worked hard they hustled and they made sure that they were in the right position to get on the decks when that opportunity presented itself and they were just ready to take action. And that gave them their initial opportunity to DJ in front of people and to get other opportunities. So DJs out there, if you're struggling, you don't know how to get started, you don't know how to get that first gig, put yourself into positions where you'll be next in line to take on opportunities when people fall off or when you need to step up to the plate. Cause it happens, people fall yeah. off. And if you're not putting in the work, you're not volunteering your time, you're not putting yourself in the position to step into those roles when they open up, you will stay in the same place that you are. Yeah, so it's, put it's, yourself out there. It's crazy because that's and that's what I learned. That's how I learned. And that's what I tell a lot of guys who are new to DJing. Get yourself a DJ mentor. Get yourself a mentor that you can hang around because not everybody's going to come straight out out the box doing DJing immediately. You know, some guys, some girls get lucky. You know, you might have a, a following. Now, with social media and everything, and with the ease of equipment nowadays and the technology, 
it's easy for somebody to get a good laptop get a good piece of equipment join a record pool and and download some music and they can start calling themselves a dj and you know they might book a gig or two through some family some friends or whatever but to really learn the game and learn how to do it the right way get yourself a mentor who's been doing it for a while because they can teach you some things you're not going to see you know some of the some of the the the, the unspoken rules some of the things you're, you're not going to you're not you're not you're not going to witness unless you you you're there with them they can show you the ropes and it's going to be a lot of baptism by fire it's going to be a lot of baptism by fire speaker cut off wire go bad uh power go out or something especially with everything being electronic now a lot of stuff was analog back in the day you could you know you could fix your way around some stuff but a lot of this stuff still works with electricity and when the power goes out the power goes out and everything cuts off you know what i mean and every dj can tell you a power cut off story or this went out story or this cut off on a story you know every dj has one if if a dj say he hasn't had one he ain't been djing long enough right man no this is a super amazing story brother you're a fantastic <laughs> storyteller at this time we're gonna jump into a quick commercial break but when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit about your branding and your name okay okay and we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here with my brother DJ Say What? And we're here having a wonderful time hearing his amazing story. I want to jump into that name. DJ Say What? How did you get that name? And what does that name mean for your brand? Um, okay. To get to where this name is now, I have to go back to where the original, my original name and the evolution of it. Okay. My original DJ name was DJ was actually my original DJ name when I started in radio was Chuck Stevens. That was the first name I was given, Chuck Stevens. All right. Because the PD, my program director at my college station said, you look like your name is Chuck. So I'm gonna give you a cool name, Chuck Stevens. So I ran with it until I got my first professional job. When I got my first professional radio job in Plymouth, North Carolina, the guy working at the station that I got to was using my name, Chuck Stevens. When I get there, I'm like, wait a minute. How can you be Chuck Stevens? And I'm Chuck Stevens. He said he heard the name since we were college station. He said, oh, uh, yeah, I heard the name. I thought it was cool. So I ran with it. I was like, yeah, but you're running with my name. So I was like, no problem. You know what? I'm a young cat. Okay. You you're on a professional station i'm the new guy all right so i gotta sacrifice that name he was chuck stevens so i had to sacrifice that name so then i started going by dj steve c real easy real easy name so did that for a few years and then i came back home when i came back home to trenton i said all right so i hooked up with a friend of mine um who was doing production and we were doing uh mixtapes you know little underground mixtapes and i was like dj steve c that's that's calm that's real calm but you need something that's going that's going to jump out at people that's going to stick and i said well back in the day they used to call my dad had a nickname my dad used to hang with a guy his best friend was called big money and they used to call my dad small change as a as a joke because it was big money and small change since my initials were sc 
I said, I'm going to call myself DJ Small Change. And I had put out one little bummy mixtape with that on it. And it was a, and, and it was like everything you could think of from using the name Small Change. The S was a dollar sign and the change was a the the C in change was a cent sign. And yeah, it was it was bad. It was it was bad. You got this 270 something pound dude calling himself Small Change. It was not working. It was funny. And I mean, it was it was it was very funny. It was great. It was it was funny. So then I went back to calling myself DJ Steve C. So for years, for a few years, I was rocking with that. Then one day, um, actually, I work with uh, my day job is I work with Mercer County, uh, I work with the county of Mercer. I work for the county surrogate and I work in a civil courthouse. So I work with a lot of sheriff's department with a lot of the sheriffs in the sheriff's department. So we're um, talking one day and one of them was getting married and he said, oh, you're a professional DJ. I need a DJ for my bachelor party. So I was like, okay, no problem. We're talking and everything. He says, you know what? We joked around a lot and joking with sheriffs is funny. And we're a bunch of blurs, nerds. We talk about comic books and, and, and everything. So our conversations, we get crazy when we talk about our conversations. And one day, the conversation, we started talking about DJing and music. And uh, one of the guys, out of nowhere, I would have never known, was a big Wu-Tang fan. A big six-foot-five, bow-tie-wearing, thick horn-rimmed glasses-wearing white guy. Biggest Wu-Tang fan on the, on the planet. Knew every lyric to every Wu-Tang song. And out of nowhere, when he when he started rapping along with, I think I started playing Method Man. And he started rapping every lyric word for word for Method Man. And I was like, say what? And it was I was, it, like he amazed me. And, and one of the guys was like, you know what? That's it was funny. And we all started laughing. And as a joke, they started calling me DJ Say What in the building. Right. Oh, that's DJ. Say what? DJ. And I was like, you know what? That's a catchy name. It's catchy. You know what I mean? When you say it, it catches and you're like, you know what? That's that's catchy. And I, I'm like, that's part of what branding is. And and working in radio, you got to learn something that's going to catch the, the audience's attention and catch their their ear. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start going with that. I think I'm gonna start going with that. So I told them what I was, was what I was thinking. They were like, "Dude, you should run with that." And the initial joke with the name was, "The more A's in the in the name, the crazier the party gets." So if you say "Say what?" it's an okay party. But if you say "Say what?" the party's gonna get nuts. And it was great. We did, I, and and ever since that's the name I've been using, DJ Say What, and everybody is like, "Dude." I'll never forget that name. I'll oh, never man. forget it. I absolutely love it, bro. Like ever since we've connected, I've loved the name. But now that I have the story behind it, I am so excited. I love it, man. <laughs> this is great, bro. And it, it shows just kind of just how your progression, you know, you're going to land on that name that just really sits right with you. And you're going to be able to build on top of it with your own personal branding and your personality and just everything about you and your DJing. So kudos to you for falling onto a good name and running with and, it. And the funny part is, 
and I didn't think about it when that, when we first started doing it. Red Man, if you listen to, I want to say it's the Red Docs the Name, the Docs the Name album. There is an interlude on the album where there's a guy who says, "This is DJ Say What," and everybody thinks that's where I got the name from. And I've had people I've never met who I've never met. I've done interviews with people and and showed up at venues and people hear my name and think that's me on that Redman album. And I'm like, I wish it was. That's the character Redman came up with and his producer. But still, it's the name recognition, which is cool. I'll tell him I'm not going to be the one to say, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's a lie. That's fake. But I the name record the instantaneous name recognition. Um, case in point, being a part of Fleet DJs, we did um, an interview with Daddio from Stetsasonic. Real cool, real cool dude. He started following me um, on Instagram, and he liked some of the blends I was doing. But when we did the interview, he said, "Dude," he actually asked me. He's like, "You from Jersey?" Are you the, the one on the red? I was like, no, I'm not the dude from the Red Man album. I'm not him. I'm not him. I wish I was because I would be that much cooler, but I'm not him. He said, you got a name, though. He said, and he gave me props on the name. And to have a legend like that give you props on a name just for the name recognition was so cool. That's dope, man. Uh, that's super amazing. I would love to talk more about your affiliation with Fleet DJs. Talk to me about you know some of the benefits of being in a crew and to be working alongside a, a lot of other amazing DJs um, and how people can you know really utilize working in a team um, to benefit their DJ career. Um, first of all, uh, working networking networking is the number one thing I've learned in all my years and being in radio and being in media because networking can get you everywhere. You know, building a relationship with people can get you indoors, having a degree, you know, you can have all the degrees you want, but knowing somebody, you know, having a relationship with somebody can get you in that door just a bit quicker than having that piece of paper sometimes, especially in media and entertainment. Cause it's a, who, you know, business more than a what you know business like who you know can get you in the door what you know can keep you in the building you know i tell people that and and i've learned that really um i've been blessed to have a 25 year literally just celebrated it today like our my, my boss just really realized it and let me know today i've been at wimg gospel station for 25 years this is my 25th year there and we've won four stellar awards and it's been a great place to be but working with a crew like fleet djs and being with them the networking alone fleet djs is a crew of over 400 djs alone we have djs we have uh makeup artists we have models we have promoters we have event coordinators we have uh, um producers and just to have the access to those people every day when you want to do something, you have an idea or you have people you want to talk to, 
it's amazing to have that network because they can help you get to places or get in touch with the right people if you have an idea or if you you have something you want to get out like um like this app like your the app you're doing you're doing i've been telling the guys get on this cl the club app because of what you're offering how you're offering djs are now looking for places to stream live without getting cut off you know and the club is the place to do it you know we can stream live you and you're doing things to eventually connect us to clubs where we can do from here like i can do a spot from home and you can connect me to three or four different spots you know what i mean when you first proposed that that i was like i was amazed you know that's why i jumped on it and when the guy other guys i know were telling me about it i was like this is this is incredible so having that network with fleet djs and and being able to just reach out to everybody and we treat each other like family it's not like it's just business yes we do business we respect each other's business but we also treat each other as family because if we need each other we're there for each other you know being a part of something like that is a great thing joining fleet djs i've only been in uh for the last three years i've only been a member for the last three years but it's it's one of the best moves i've ever made in my career because of the connections like i said i've never would have been able to hook up with somebody like daddy o from stetsasonic you know i've i've you know i got stetsasonic records you know i've listened to stetsas i grew up listening to stetsasonic talking all that jazz and all that but now i literally can text message daddy o and get a response which is something I thought I'd never be able to do, which is crazy. And that's because of being a member of Fleet DJs. Wow. How can DJs get a part of this group? Is it something that's a closed network? Can no, they have an no. invite? How, how do they get connected? You know connected? what it is? They can get connected. They can go to www.fleetdjs.com and uh, look, click on the application. They can fill out an application um and if you go if you're listening to this and you go and you fill out the application you can put myself down as a reference dj say what two ways and uh one of the local managers wherever you are whatever region you're in whatever state you're in um they will reach out to you i myself i'm the assistant manager for the state of new jersey um you send you send an application in, especially if you're a DJ in New Jersey. I'm definitely going to get it myself or my uh, manager, DJ Goya Bean, will reach out to you. We definitely are always looking for great talent and we're always looking to help and we're always looking to work with great people doing anything. And it's not just DJs. We're looking for promoters. We're looking for uh, makeup artists. We're looking for models. We're looking for everybody in every aspect of entertaining, you know, uh, great hosts great promoters because you can have you could be a promoter promoting an event but you don't have somebody in say you want to do a promote you want to promote an event over in philly but you don't know nobody in philly you join fleet okay i want to do an event in philly we'll call somebody over in philly who's part of fleet look someone's one of our boys is trying to do this event with an artist in philly can you hook him up with some people to come through a couple local artists because he want to bring his big artists bring a couple local artists have them bring some people 
And that's how you network. You know what I mean? We got people all over. We're actually a worldwide DJ group. You know, we got people in Japan. We got people in Africa, UK, uh, Canada. And it's, it's just we focus on networking. And we focus on getting the help to each of us. And working on getting everybody connected. I love it, man. Who is Fleet DJ for and who is it not for? Okay. Fleet DJs is for that person who wants to get their brand stronger. You want to build your brand? Fleet DJs is where you can build your brand. You will learn and you will get access to everything you need to build your brand, to make your brand stronger, to make your, your name, get your name out there, to get yourself known, to make yourself a stronger, um, a, a stronger promoter for yourself. Um, if you're a DJ, you'll get access to more professional DJs who can give you hints and tips on what you can do to better yourself as a professional and you can give hints and tips as to what you've learned as a professional we share that with each other uh you can learn more avenues as to ways to make income uh as to ways to uh integrate your what you do into what someone else is doing uh work on doing more media outlet Thing, things through media outlets with social media and things like that um that's what fleet dj that's who fleet djs is for who it's not for is for that person who thinks we are going to get you bookings that's not what we do we are not a booking agent you need to get a booking agent if that's what you want okay we we do not get you booked we will give you the, the tools to help you get yourself more bookings okay but we will not say okay you're a member of fleet djs we're gonna get you booked here in philly we're gonna get you booked here in 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 north jersey and we're gonna get you booked here in atlantic city no you need to do that yourself we're gonna give you the tools that when you go to get those bookings they say oh okay you real professional you came with you came with this that and the third okay okay it's, that's what we're gonna help you build that's what we're here for awesome man this is some really great insight brother you're helping a lot of people with sharing your story and your affiliation with fleet djs i really appreciate all this man what are some things that you're focused on now and how can myself the club our community and our listeners do to support and help you uh wow um what i'm focused on now is uh just really getting first of all getting fleet djs the name of fleet djs out to more people um we're doing recruiting right now we have our annual music conference uh last year due to covid of course shut a lot of things down but it made a lot more things prevalent like you once again i gotta shout you out i really gotta shout you out when you came up with this with the club app it came at a perfect time it came when a lot of djs were looking for ways to still keep themselves relevant and 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 showcased and this gave us a way to do that now with the way social media zoom meetings and everything virtual parties have been integrated into everyday life you know not just oh it's just part of the pandemic no people are now booking things virtually 
you know we, there are clubs who are now using an app like your like your app to pipe in a dj djing from one location and piping in his set to their club instead of paying a live dj for being there you know what i mean and this is what this is the evolution of djing and entertaining and then it's just with now things starting to open back up you know the weather's getting better people are now booking weddings and things like that these are the things that people are now working on working on getting back out there safely of course and you know working on getting uh the bookings back up getting the, the money coming back in the right way and just being safe that's the things you're working on um that's the things i'm working on that's we're all working on as djs really awesome man and i would love to help and support you and thank you for sharing your story on the podcast man at this time we're going to jump into the lightning round are you ready oh, oh yeah let's go describe your dj setup hardware and software my dj setup two rain 12s and a rain 72 mixer mark ones who's your favorite dj my favorite dj of all time has to be kid capri what has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? My favorite party or event that I DJed at was my first gym jam at Elizabeth City State University where I got to DJ for at least four hours. Why? Because I made people dance and sweat and had a good time. Who's the most interesting person you've met throughout your career as a DJ? Hmm. The most interesting person I've met in my throughout my career as a DJ. My first professional radio station boss, Bill Benjamin, the first man to give me a professional job in radio. He is a he is a big Casey Kasem fan and a real big radio historian. I learned a lot from him. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? One thing that is missing from live streaming for DJs, the fear of, well, what's missing is the ability to be themselves, to be free and not have to worry about getting cut off. And shout out to DJs that you know personally, whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Of Every DJ in Fleet DJs. Everybody. You're going to put me to work, brother. My, my, my entire crew. Everybody. Trust me. We all have stories. Awesome, man. I really enjoyed your story. And any DJ that wants to sign up, they can sign up at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? They can find me online. Uh, IG, Twitter, Facebook, everything dj underscore s-a-y underscore w-h-a-a-t real easy to find now real quick though on facebook is dj say what two a's but look at the picture look for this face because there's a dj say what in germany who is a caucasian guy and i have sometimes been mistaken for him because I've never done a event in Berlin. 
Cool, brother. We really appreciate you being here, man. It was a great story. You are a fantastic storyteller. And I thoroughly enjoyed this interview. Everyone, please check out my brother, DJ Say What? He's from my town, Trenton, New Jersey. And we're super excited. We got to link up in person, brother. I'm here in Ewing and we got to definitely link yes, up sir. soon. Yes, sir. And I uh, definitely appreciate you being on the show and spending some time with us, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it.